Hello, hello, and welcome to the YouTube Tea Break podcast. We are dedicated to growing your YouTube channel and brand organically. We promise we will help you grow your brand one video at a time. Before we begin, please follow us and leave us a five-star rating. It really does help us out. And that's all we ask for, really. It's all we ask for. So come on, you can do that for us. Now, a lot of you guys know that I tend to sort of read articles that I write and, um, and then sort of delve into a bit deeper. I haven't had a chance to write uh, a little article or blog post for two to three weeks now, mainly because I've been quite busy, which is an awesome problem to have. So I might ditch the whole reading the article thing. I might just give you thoughts on different topics that I'm having um, at this point. There are There's lots of things... Lots of good conversations I'm having with people um, and companies about how they direct their YouTube channel. And one thing I always come back to, if it even if it's for a channel audit or a more intensive process, which is uh, channel curation, um, I'm doing a, about a 50-50 split um, for just for people who don't know. Channel curation is more of a um, this is how your channel should work. So I look at the efficiencies, the workflow, the people the anything and everything and i make sure that everything we've implemented um in the uh, and everything i've highlighted in the audit um actually is done <laughs> in sort of in production terms anyway but that's beside the point so um but there's one thing which always comes up and whenever i do a meeting um with certainly with a new client a new client um who's kind of just started youtube or even ones that have been going for i've got one client who's been going for about i think eight years on youtube and um the past couple of years they felt like it's really slowed down for them and um you know they've, they've been doing really well with it and i'm not going to just talk about one client here i'm going to talk about all of them but the one thing which i do tend to do and i say to all of them is you need to do a business plan your business plan for your not just not actually for the overriding business itself but a business plan for youtube now that seems really odd yeah because you wouldn't necessarily do a business plan for your website that would be coupled into your company's business plan but i genuinely believe that youtube um is so i mean i would do i of course i think youtube is important uh, for for a, a business and um, and the company to grow that i think a business plan dedicated for youtube needs to be um created and it needs to be signed off and of course this business plan can change as a bit as a company's business plan would change but i think that i've come down to various i've worked out that the business plan for youtube requires certain elements because there's one thing not many companies who i work for consulted for um and been involved with um they need their video side of things to to they, it can't be a lost leader a lost leader just for people who don't know uh, is a part of the company that loses money and that's okay uh, they know that it's going to be bringing other revenue potentially like a lot a lot of times video people think um a lot of company people think that, well, if we just get a video department, that could be our advertising, and therefore we don't have to pay advertising costs necessarily. And they're partially true, but obviously there's distribution, which I'm not thinking of as well. Anyway, that's another topic altogether. But 
where I think it's really important to get a business plan is that I believe there are th- there are six main categories which actually will complement your YouTube channel because as far as I believe if people are if companies and brands have got a video department which are specializing in content creation for YouTube and for others but let's focus mainly on YouTube here they need to not be at a loss they need to not they need to bring in a form of revenue otherwise what's gonna happen when times are times are hard they're gonna cut that department so in order for you guys to be safe you need to make sure that the business uh, that the video department needs to be rock solid in terms of money coming in you've got to bring in something even if it's just paying for itself that will obviously help better than at a loss so Firstly, the thing which I would, um, the, I said, there's various things. I'm sure you've heard all these before, but um, know where your brand is going within the videos that you're making. So, so the first category I put is affiliate marketing. You probably heard all about affiliate marketing. It's all over Instagram, TikTok, all that sort of stuff. It is a very, or it can be, when utilized well, a very, very powerful tool. If you've got a, and it's certainly um, affiliate marketing really works well with a strong fan base. Um, personally, I know this. I did a podcast for uh, a fair few years called Our Week in Video, which was reasonably popular. Before po- before podcasts got really oversaturated, um, you know, we started about 10 years ago. And um at one time yeah we it was paying its way <laughs> you know and and then actually i got um a lot of money because it was out there and i was sort of thought of as a leader in that um industry but i'll get onto that bit in a bit but what we did do every now and again we did it wasn't all the time but we did an affiliate marketing uh, campaign with a couple of software companies that we actually used richard my co-host and i we actually used them so we knew that we weren't flogging a anything dud but um we actually said at the beginning of the podcast and um i think it was at the end as well just if but it was always a personal message so affiliate marketing really works as a personal message. There's no point doing, like at the very beginning of this podcast, a, uh, a stock thing where I recorded it about six weeks ago. <laughs> I'm just churning it out. Um, so all I do when I sit down here is I just record what I'm going to say. So it's always recommended that you do a personalized uh, message. Look at Mr. Beast. Look at Ryan Trahan. Look at the big YouTubers. Pretty much all of them will do a personalized Look at this. As a, I mean, I know it's more of a one-off. I know it's more of a one-off potentially. It's certainly with Mr. Beast episodes, they tend to the video tends to be more or less be um, funded by uh, that advertiser, that advertiser on that time. So he does a personalised thing, but he always does it. He doesn't get anywhere else. He doesn't do like a regular advert. He just talks about it and uh, when he's in the situation. So and the reason he does that, it keeps engagement high is that it's like you can see he's talking to the camera doing a piece to camera but actually whatever they're tasked with with the episode still carrying on behind them if you if you notice he doesn't take himself out of that situation go into a studio then back again you see he's it's always integrated within the video which actually is really really important so affiliate marketing is really 
is really interesting. You can get really good deals if you speak to companies um, that you know of. Um, I think you can, I think even with Amazon, I think you get, I think it's between four and 6% of any sale. Um, but if you can go, um, but there are other websites which can lead to 25%. I think um, Rich and I managed to get a, four, was it 40%? I think it's 35 or 40, it was a few years ago now, 35 to 40% uh, commission on um, a bit of software that we we helped um, to plug. And, um, you know, it didn't bring us in huge amounts of money, but it was, you know, with our viewership of about 10,000 per episode, uh, 10 to 12,000 per episode, um, it, it helped. It did bring in some money, uh, which was always nice to see, to be honest. Um, second, is Google AdSense. This is the most obvious one. This is what we strive for, for the best part. Why are we on YouTube? Most of the time when I ask my clients this or potential clients this, they say, oh, well, you know, they talk about what they want to do, but then there's always Google AdSense hanging over them. They want to be paid passively. And I, I completely agree. I think having a passive income, I mean, who wouldn't want that? That's amazing to just know that you've woken up in the middle of the night and you've suddenly got £200 or more than that, or whatever it might be, overnight, and you haven't done anything. You know, that that's really impressive. So people are always, they want to get up to the, um, the thresholds um, for um, the, the watch times and the subscribers. They want to get that as soon as possible. And, you know, there is a way that you can do that um, to get uh, monetized quickly. Um, it can take, it can be quick, depending on your content, but it can also take a long time. So you don't always have to do, um, Google AdSense is there, in the background, but be, be warned with Google AdSense. It's very up and down. I was working with one company for a few years, and at one point uh, before the pandemic, certainly, they were earning about £16,000 a month. £16,000 a month. And they were getting about two, two and a half million plays uh, per month. And then during the pandemic, that went down to just over 3000 So, I mean, that, that didn't pay for anybody's wages, quite frankly. Um, and... So yeah, that was that was pretty that was pretty intense um, stuff. Um, it didn't help at all. But you know, so be aware. It's nice. Google AdSense is nice to have, um, and it, again, it really goes down onto the regularity of your videos, which comes back to your business plan for this for uh, YouTube itself. So Google AdSense is a good one, um, but uh, it is fairly volatile. Next one is um, being a mentor or a leader within or an authority. I think I prefer to say, or I, yeah, I think an authority figure um, within the industry goes well. This works really well for business coaches. This works really well for um, authors, um, people who are trying to sell a book or something like that. You could, which, which I'll get onto a little bit later. Um, or it could be uh, it could be people like like YouTubers like like me. Um, they could be releasing a podcast. I mean, God forbid, but they could be releasing a podcast or where they're trying to become a thought leader. It's exactly what I'm doing, and same with you. The same with them um, on a YouTube platform as well. They could be looking at that in order to um, in order to become employed or not necessarily employed, but have get a contract with somebody. They'll know that if somebody is. Um, 
trying to sell their wares um somebody could say oh actually have you seen this guy he's on uh, he's got a podcast he's got sorry that's my email coming in that's not your email that's mine should need to turn that off actually um they may see that and they think oh actually have you spoken to this guy he seems really good oh great okay let's have a chat with him so that might lead to something actually there's one thing which i've which i <laughs> i have a little fads on viewing things and there was a guy um a chiropractor in australia dr ian i think it was and uh he did he was part of a his own practice he was part of not his own practice but part of a bigger practice and he, he got so much um work because they people saw him on youtube cracking backs and before it came really popular that he's now set up on his own and is doing incredibly well um so um so that, that was his ticket to sort of do his own thing and um, enjoy his life more which is definitely a good thing um number four mental um memberships slash patreon so youtube membership is obviously a thing which you can do um and patreon as well um really interesting mediums these two because they are quite hard work (laughs) they are quite hard work if you are struggling to get a video out a week every two weeks um memberships and patreon they sort of expect additional stuff i i subscribe to a couple of um youtube members a couple of youtube channels via membership and also patreon ones and there's a couple of guys who i've seen um who haven't produced anything um but i still support them on patreon because i love their style i love their 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 business i love everything, everything that they produce but actually with the patreon stuff they do more behind the scenes stuff and they sort of bring you into his the to, well this one particular person this, they bring you into his ecosystem a bit more. He'll go a bit around his own house and talk about what he's doing, what the next project is. Um, and he's there's one guy in particular, um, an amazing YouTuber, been on the platform for years, called The Gaming Historian. Absolutely incredible content. Quality is tip-top. Scripting is amazing. He's completely thorough. Um and um but he's having a few i think there's a few health issues at home at the moment so he's not producing anything but i haven't stopped patreon because i want him to come back i can't wait for him to come back um so things like that it makes i mean if you listen to my voice i i'm completely loyal to these other guys another guy who i um subscribe to um i think that's i think that's a membership or patreon i forget which one it is now um he hunts tornadoes tornado hunter and he's got this cowboy aesthetic, but not in a cheesy sort of Americana way. But he's writes his own music. He's very good on camera. But he said uh, he does his behind the scenes stuff, and he really struggles with doing pieces to camera. But I love I love him even more for that, <laughs> you know. So showing fragility um, with extra content is no bad thing. It makes everybody more human, and that's what people people want to see. Anyway. So uh, memberships and Patreon, again, think about your business model, how you're going to um, do that if that is the route you want to go down. Uh, merchandise. Um, again, this is another interesting one. Um, a lot of YouTubers I know, um, <clears throat> I've never worked with a, a merchandise-led uh, business model yet, but um, but I hope uh, there'll be one soon. Um it's really it's a really interesting model. YouTube are just about about to bring in, or they are they have already brought in a merchandise platform under the video, which is really important. You can buy 
on YouTube without having to leave the video you are watching. And of course, the best way to, to, to do that is to wear the outfits that you're trying to sell, wear the caps, wear the t-shirts, wear the coffee cups, whatever they might be in the video and point it out and say, actually, the, the, if you want to buy this one, it's down here or whatever. Um, or we've got a brand new Ranger. Actually, there's one person, there's one um, YouTuber who I know, um, they actually say... Um, merchandise is available for our, uh what do they say merchandise is available for our members first and then what's left goes to the wider public which is a really good way of getting people to uh again being a core fan remember i was working for a company once and we produced a we didn't do merch really but we did we did one t-shirt run of this fictional band and uh, we printed off, I think, a hundred of them, um, if that. They sold out instantly. We didn't make much money from it, but actually, do you know what it did do? When events came around, I got onto events and met. When events came around, uh, I saw people wearing that T-shirt, and there was a, and I always acknowledged, "Well done, you've been there from the beginning." So well done, <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, it is really important. So if you did do a merch, if that was what you were thinking, you could do a limited run edition for your super fans which you don't even know they're super fans yet but they will do if they think they've got something exclusive so that that's an interesting um business model to have as well um and lastly events i've already hinted at it. events events are really important there was a company that i was working for who put their whole business model they changed their whole business model to events and um while that can be quite i mean while that can be quite risky just do one thing um it, it can work it can work, but you do need a huge um, following to do that. Um, unfortunately, this company did, so it, it, it's worked for them to an extent. Um, I think they have a few issues every now and again, but but um, that is a really interesting thing. But you have to do an event which is sympathetic to your channel, your beliefs, your quality, your whatever it might be. To have, like, imagine if Mr. Beast did a did a an event, he'd probably have to recreate most of his um, videos again or something in one massive location because he'd be swamped. Um, but if you are somebody who's more of a one man band, which is the Ryan Trahans um, and people like that, um, I think that could be slightly trickier. It would he'd just be swamped, and it would just be a um, a security issue <laughs> basically. So I can't imagine that really working. But if you've got um something if is i think events will only work if the presenter is not just the star of the show there has to be something else to um, divert attention away from the star so if it's um one person the presenter who loves cars or and they looked at a very interesting type of cars then the cars can be there and that's great because that means that these people go over to see the car. Oh, you just remember when he drove that one and he did this, that, the other. Things like that is really important. Um, and Or you give talks or things like that. But that goes back down to there being a mentor and a leader. Um, but my what I tend to say to a lot of um, clients, if you're going to look at of clearly Google AdSense, clearly you're um trying to make some money out of it i would potentially look at, and this is not implementing now but you could i would recommend do multiple um 
ideas with what you want to do. So you could be a combination of events, affiliate marketing, and being and looking at um, memberships, or you could be looking at merchandise events and google adsense do you see what i mean you can mix these things up or affiliate marketing merchandise and mentoring or uh, leadership or talks or whatever that you can mix these things in but i would always recommend having three but you don't have to have three straight away you can build up but i definitely would recommend at least having two on the horizon and working to a third so just go over all those things again just because i waffled on far too long affiliate marketing number one number two Google AdSense. Three, mentoring leadership. Number four, memberships, Patreon. Uh, It's called OTT, I think, where you sign up uh, for things, over-the-top marketing. Uh, Merchandise, number five. And number six, events. If you have a combination of those things, then I don't think you'll go too far wrong. But you need a following to start with. You need a following. And if you can get a following, most of the stuff will fall into place quite quickly. Just remember to keep your overheads low for any business, um, for any video department, any YouTuber, keep your overheads low because otherwise you'll fall into a trap and it will only get worse and worse. Anyway, I hope that's been useful. For more YouTube tips weekly, please follow this podcast and give us a five star rating as it really helps us out.